This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. They're seemingly everywhere. I don't know whether you've seen the Falcon doors or perhaps you know the difference between the models, whether it's an S, an X, a Model 3, or a Y. You've certainly heard of Elon Musk and his desire to go to Mars, or perhaps you've heard about him acquiring Twitter. But whether it's rockets or Mars or Twitter or Falcon wing doors, or their stock price, Teslas are everywhere. Have you ever ridden in one? Have you ever driven one? Uh, I happen to have done both because I own one, and it wasn't something that was intentional. My wife became really interested in a Tesla, and she finally talked me into buying one for her. We got the car, and then at the last minute, she decided she didn't want to sell her car, that I had to sell my car, so I was literally forced to take the Tesla. And of course, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because once I started to drive the Tesla and use it, I just fell in love with it. And I would tell you that I think that if you got a chance to drive one, you would fall in love with it as well. And it's probably not for simply just the environment, which is a a great deal for Tesla, but just the performance. I'm convinced that eventually everyone will want to drive an electric car because of the performance. It's just so different. And one of the things that I've found is that whenever I get into the car, I'm excited to be in the car and drive it. And I'm not a I'm not a driver car kind of nut. It's it's not like I'm a car guy by any stretch of the imagination. But I enjoy being in the Tesla. I enjoy driving it. It's something that I look forward to. And that's very, very different for me. And when I thought about it, it just seemed clear to me that, that it was the way it ought to be in our contact centers. People ought to enjoy and want to be there. And they, they want to be there because of the culture that you create. And your contact center culture ought to be like a Tesla. And that's what we're going to talk about here today in this podcast. We're going to talk about your contact center culture being like a Tesla. And so I want you to match up your culture to some of the attributes and the benefits and the features of a Tesla. So let's start with the one that stands out above all, and that's performance. If you've ever been in a Tesla, they are crazy, crazy fast. And it doesn't matter whether you buy just the entry-level model or whether you get the the crazy ones, which used to be called ludicrous, and now that that it's called plaid, they're so stinking fast. Zero to 60 in 
two to four seconds, it, it literally, when you put your foot on the accelerator, it pushes your head back into the seat. There's, there's no other feeling like it. And until you experience it, you just don't get it unless you've got some $300,000 car. There was a, there was a, an ad on YouTube where an Alfa Romeo sports car raced against the Tesla Model X, which is the, the SUV. And the Tesla Model X raced the Alfa Romero race car while pulling an Alfa Romeo race car. So the Tesla was pulling an Alfa Romeo and it was competing against an Alfa Romeo and the Tesla won. The power and speed and performance of these cars is extraordinary. So in your culture, how's the speed in your culture? Are, are, are you obsessive about speed and being on time in your contact center? Because it's, it's like the, 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 the Tom Cruise films. I feel the need, the need for speed. Speed is everything in the contact center and your culture has to be driven around speed. No pun intended with the driven around speed. The speed changes everything. The speed of ramp up, the speed of your nesting in your incubator. How quickly can I get people from training onto the floor? The speed of onboarding your people into your organization, the speed of, of integration of your people into each one of the teams, the speed of your supervisors making a connection with your employees. The speed of when they get out on the floor, their first steps on their ability to, to, to get up to speed and be the same as the rest of the organization. Are you built for speed? Is your culture built for speed in your organization? Something as simple and as basic as call control is all about speed. Their ability to share empathy, ability to their listening skills, their ability to acknowledge all of those work around call control, which works around average handle time, which drives speed. Seconds count. They make a difference in your center. Do you have a core competency in your culture for speed? If you've ever listened to any of my podcasts before, you've heard me say that, that we need to be maniacal in a contact center about being on time. And, and supervisors need to model that by running to meetings and, and having meetings that start at, at 11.03 and end at 11.11. If you want your frontline reps to adhere and to be in their seats when they need to be in their seats and to recognize the fact and the value of time, then you need to have a culture of speed, uh, a culture where, you're, where you're, your performance is, is all about speed. Your culture needs to look more like the speed of a Tesla. The second thing is, is that Teslas are designed with the user in mind. The moment that you, you sit in one, everything about it is designed for the user, whether it's the, the single dashboard, the fact that there's no buttons, that you can personalize, thing, personalize it. It's almost like sitting inside of an iPhone. You've got the ability to, to create things on your screen and create you know, shortcut buttons. And, and, and the biggest design with the user in mind is the fact that it drives itself. There could be nothing more designed for the user in mind than the fact that the car will drive itself. It's, it's, it's literally a no-brainer. 
if your culture is going to match up to that, then, then is your center designed with your frontline rep in mind? When, when an employee walks into your organization, does your culture just make them feel like this was made for me? I fit here. Do you have an engagement strategy? Do, do your employees feel like, like they know that you intentionally designed the center with them in mind? And, and, and I'm not just talking about seating and lighting. I'm talking about, about their, their ownership of their own performance. Unique training and motivation that focuses on the individual. Encouragement that makes them feel like you're encouraging them. Their opportunity for growth that they recognize whether they're there for a season and, and they've got a direction and a future that they're going to become a frontline manager or maybe they're going to become a level two or maybe they're not going to be there forever. But for the time that they're there, they've got an opportunity for growth that you're, in, you're vested and invested in their ability to be successful in your organization. Are you aligned with their career goals? Is your organization a place where, where your culture recognizes and accepts and embraces and integrates the people that are coming into your organization? Are you brilliant at bringing people on board? Does your culture fit the, the kind of an organization where you welcome people in? Because if you're in a contact center, you probably have high turnover. You need to be the kind of organization that... that that draws people in, that makes people feel, feel welcoming, that, that, your, that your center is designed for the frontline agent. Your culture needs to be like a Tesla in the fact that, that it was designed with the user in mind. And if you're going to have a great contact center culture, it needs to be innovative. And nothing's innovative like a, like a Tesla. The first time that you see a, a, a Tesla by itself pull into the garage or pull out of a parking space and, and, and come to you, it, 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 it just begins the concept of innovation. Or when it stops at stoplights, they don't have any dealerships. You buy them online. If you need service, they actually come to your house or your apartment and they fix your car at your place. How's the innovation in your center? What sort of culture do you have around innovation? And I don't necessarily mean IBRs or, or bots because that is innovative. I'm talking about your people innovation. I'm talking about things that you do that change the perspective of your frontline employees that recognize and let them know that you're innovative. If it's a Tesla, you know, they're doing software updates on a regular basis, so they constantly have new downloads. And one of the ways that they're innovative is, is that they have so many different games. I mean, literally inside of a Tesla, they have karaoke and Netflix and burning fireplaces and you can play pong. Last week I found out that there was actually a megaphone inside of the car and that they've got a light show with the the windows and and doors going up and down and the lights blinking and you know loud, uh, loud instrumental music. 
and it is almost a mystery about it in the sense that you just never know what's going to be happening or what's new that's going on in it. The fact that I found it out a year after I had it was a great example of a mystery or something new that I, I found. What's the innovation like in your center? What sort of mystery do you have? Well, how do we do innovation in an environment where we don't have any time with which to do any of it? Well, we, we do that by making sure that we, we build their knowledge and their skills and we're innovative with gifts and quizzes and, and games and, and, and unique coaching. And we find different ways to create creative, creative training and, and creative reminders that allow us to reinforce their performance. You know, we, we had a client that that in April did April in the zoo and they had a, a, a cheetah award that was for that was for speedy cheetah when they had wrap up that was less than 45 seconds or their training course was zookeeping 101 customer service lessons learned from animals. My favorite was they got bonus points in that particular month for called the Tony the Tiger when they spoke to someone named Tony. We find fun games and different ways to allow them to connect and personal journeys that they can go on. And whether it's the the Star Wars month or summertime or rock and roll or disco or focused on their legacy achievements where they can reach the millennial club for having a thousand perfect scores or platinum for 10,000 perfect scores or or 20 perfect scores in a row. Anything that has elective training, personal skills and growth, working with peers, shout outs, encouragements, anything that is a step-by-step, innovative, creative uh, advancement that we make as an organization that shows that we care about them and recognize them. And people often say, well, you know what? It's such a small change. I mean, the fact that I'm looking at wrap up as a, as a speedy cheetah or a chunky monkey or you know, a tour around the world or a leaderboard that's focused on a combination of different goals and KPIs that we have, that, that's just so small that doesn't make a difference. It does. When you're on the front line and your odds today are that you're gonna do the same thing over and over again 20 times today, maybe 100 times this week, the simple, small innovation where you can change things that makes things a little brighter, a little cheerier, a little more fun, a little more creative, a different perspective. Simply a different way to show up every day and know that something is going to happen. Something's go- someone's going to measure my success. Someone's going to measure my challenges. I'm going to get some encouragement. I'm going to get some some investment in my training. I'm going to get some coaching. I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. Somebody cares. That's the kind of culture and innovation that keeps people around that you can compete with that makes a difference. The last area of a Tesla that is remarkable is a Tesla's customer's loyalty. Have you ever met a Tesla customer that was miserable? That didn't like their car? I never have. I took my car from Texas to California. And because of the way it works, you have to go from battery station to battery station. And the Tesla calculates it out. And it was the very first time that I'd done it. And I literally ended up within two or three miles of running out of 
running out of uh, battery power before I got to the next station, but it took me all the way across the country and it never missed a trick. And if I needed to slow down because in order to have enough battery power, it would literally tell me, listen, you need to bring your car down below 80 so you can make your next station. And after having made that trip from Texas to California, I gained an enormous amount of trust for this car because I knew that it was going to get me across the country. And I also know that, that in the next couple of weeks, there'll be another software download that will bring me more capabilities to my car. And, and the level of trust and loyalty that I have for the car is, is big and, and strong. And I don't know whether I've got more loyalty for my car than you know, my buddy may have for his Ford F-150, but it sure feels that way. What's the loyalty like in your center? What's your culture like when it comes to loyalty? How's your turnover? Does, does, does your employee have the capability to leave a legacy at your place? to really make a difference, to literally make a wave, to make something happen in your organization. You know, you've heard me say over and over and over again that your, your frontline employees are looking for three things from you. They're looking for a clear job description, the skills and tools to be successful, and most importantly, a supervisor that has their best interests in mind. Does your organization build supervisors that have their best interests in mind? Because if you're gonna have a great culture, it has to be filled with loyalty. It has to be filled with an organization where people trust you and trust that you have their best interests in, the mi- in mind and that you recognize the time that they're with you, that you're pursuing them and making them fit. How do you know if they feel like they fit? You ask them. Are you asking them? Do you have a culture that's constantly connecting and doing pulse checks with your front line so that you understand exactly how they feel. You can't build loyalty if you don't know where they are. And just everyone's not automatically going to be loyal to you. And you're going to have different perspectives and different attitudes based on different performers, whether they're your great performers or your poor performers. But man, we want to hold on to our best people. Those are the people that we want to be loyal. And you won't know it if you don't ask. You have to have a culture of asking consistently. Do you do that? Last week, if you listen to my podcast, I said that we wanted to connect. We wanted our employees to recognize that we need you. We wanted to encourage. We wanted our employees to know that you make a difference. We wanted them to build and learn, which means that they knew that they could get better. Do your employees feel that way? If they do, then you've got a culture of loyalty. And if you take a culture of loyalty and you add innovation, and you add design with the user in mind, and you add performance, you've got a winning culture that'll work in the contact center, and you have a culture that looks a lot like a Tesla. You know, Teslas don't make any sound. They're completely quiet. But your culture should. Your culture should make a sound. Your culture should be a competitive advantage for your contact center. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Do you have a Tesla-like culture in your contact center? And can you shout about it and let people know? Because if you do, you'll attract talented, skilled people and you'll keep them. And if you don't, you should. And you can still get there. You can use this podcast as a starting point to build a great culture that looks a little bit like a Tesla. 
And if you need some help, just give me a call. I'd be happy to help. And as always, I believe that you can be a great leader. It just requires focus and a lot of hard work. Are you up to the hard work? I hope you are. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you've had a chance to go back and listen to some of the other podcasts as well. It's been great to talk to you this week, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center coach.